This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do, you yeah. know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it, um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah, so click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net, you create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to talk all about taking one for the team. We are. This is a this is a subject that comes up often in the lifestyle. It does. It comes up often on TikTok lives. Yeah, but I think I think this is a real thing in the lifestyle. Like take TikTok away. I think like just as a normal everyday couple that's a swinger. Um, taking one for the team is a hot button issue. Right. And, uh, so we're going to dive into that a little bit because I, I don't think it's necessarily as simple as a yes or no. Like, do you take one for the team? Yes or no. Right? Agreed. Because when people ask you, you know, on TikTok and, and other places, if you take one for the team, what's your, what's your general response to that question? Um, typically I say that if I'm not into the husband or you're not into the wife of a couple, we would either, one, not play with them, or two, find some sort of setting like a group, like a group orgy or something where I could be with one part and you could be with the other and it doesn't make things awkward for anyone. Like no one's left out and we can still both get to play with those people and have a great time. So that would be my response to that. But. I do also think I sometimes take one for the team. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Right. Like I've heard other creators and other people talk about it. And like prior to being so public, I would have absolutely said, no, I never take one for the team. But the truth of it is nothing is ever going to be evenly matched across the board. There's just no way that we're not the same person. So I think there's always going to be one party that's more into a partner. Right. So we're going to dive into that and kind of get into the, some of the details of that. So you can kind of understand what, what Lacey's saying there is, is like she's saying it's actually kind of normal to take one for the team in some in some way, shape or form. Yeah, so, I think it has like a net negative stigma around it. But if you really break it down, which hopefully we will do that in this episode. But 
um, if you break it down, I don't necessarily think it's always bad. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, well, we're going to get into it. All right. So I think the place to start is the place we start with a lot of these these type of uh, episodes is, well, before we can even really talk about taking one for the team and how that works, um, what what does that even mean? All right. So again, Lacey, you, this is another Dan's done uh, some research. Lacey's coming in cold. So if I was going to say to you, what is, what is take, define taking one for the team for me? What does that mean? Well, I'm going to, I'm sure you probably have like the Webster's dictionary, but I'm going to do it as far as swinging. And to me, that is when someone is not attracted to someone and they play with that partner so that their husband or wife can play with the other partner. Right. So it's generally speaking, it's, you know, if I was attracted, if we met a couple and I was super attracted to the chick and you weren't really attracted to the dude, but you kind of knew I was super attracted to the chick. So you, you agreed to play. Kind of went along with it. Anyway. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. kind of, you know, and I think it's very, I think it's important to say consent is key. Right. So like. Oh, for sure. Generally, when somebody takes one for the team, they, they, are, they consenting are consenting. To yeah. it. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not forced. It's not their partner manipulated them into it. It's not. You know, it, it's just kind of, you know, hey, I'm not super into this, but I'm going to do it anyway because I, I want my partner to We're have having fun. We've we've gotten dressed up. Why not? You know, <laughs> right. it sounds so terrible, but I mean, it happens every day. Right. Okay. So that's Lacey's definition. All right. So I got a few definitions for you um, and, and, and you're going to see kind of some of the differences here. Uh, but the first one is, um, and this is, I think, where this taking one for the team, kind of where this, this saying comes from, right? It's when a player sacrifices their body in benefit to benefit a sports team, right? So I mean, you can kind of apply that to sports. <laughs> I've sacrificed my body for you, babe. Right. So, you know, this could be <laughs> soccer. This could be football. This could be a lot of sports where essentially you're like, man, to win this game, yeah. I have to make this tackle. I have to make this hit. And it's probably going to, it might knock me out of the game, but for overall, so that we win this game, I'm going to take one for the team and really take this hit here. Um, just for, to benefit my team as a whole. And I think that's kind of where this idea of taking one for the team yeah. has kind of come from. I, I think, think that name in itself has like such negative stigma around it. But really and truly, if you break it down, it's not right. that bad. Well, I but think yeah. if you look at it, you know, when that does happen in sports, it's like that's the hero of the game. Yeah. Right? You sacrifice <laughs> your, your body for the to get that rebound or the, to stop that shot or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have won the game. You know what yeah. I mean? So. It's almost a heroic act kind of in that, in that not sense. Not so much in swing. Not so much in Could swing. you imagine like if I was not super into the guy and we leave and you're like, you are the hero. <laughs> you did that for me. I mean, that might be how I felt. At the, at, at, <laughs> if uh, you took one for the team, I might be celebrating you at the end. I mean, probably I would, right? <laughs> I don't know. All right. So the second <laughs> definition. Okay. So that's this is the kind of the sports analogy and that's from wiktionary.org. All right. But then Cambridge comes in cambridge.org and they say to agree to do something unpleasant that you really don't want to do or to have something done to you that you don't want to do in order to help um, or be kind to other people in a group. I think that's definitely more spot on. Right. That's more that's more the I think the general understanding today Mm -hmm. of what taking one for the team. Right. So doing something unpleasant or having something unpleasant happen to you in order to benefit a group of people. Yeah. um, That's kind of the the general. I mean. I don't like the if you're applying that to swingers, I don't like the unpleasant because right. like sex is great yeah. regardless. You know, like if I'm a hundred percent into somebody, but if I'm like it's it's probably always gonna be amazing. But if I'm like seventy percent into somebody versus eighty percent into somebody, like it's still gonna be great. It's still sex. Like, right. I'm still gonna come, you know, it's gonna be hot and right. fun. So I think what you're saying is even if it's you might not be super excited about the person it's probably still going to be a pleasant experience. Oh, for sure. I wouldn't. I personally would not put myself in a position for an uh, unpleasant experience. for an unpleasant. Um, Although I, you know, if we look back, there's been a few unpleasant. Yeah, but like yeah. I think I've we've ended them. Right. Yeah. I but, think that's the key. Is if yeah. it gets to if anybody ever becomes uncomfortable or it becomes unpleasant for somebody, that that's when you pull the ripcord and you get out of that situation. Yeah, and we can talk about um, a couple of times that that's happened to us. I mean, I know we've told the whole stories on the podcast, but we could give a quick little clip of that if we have time. Yeah, sure. Maybe we'll get into that here in a minute. All right, and then here's the third definition, uh, and this is this is from Urban Dictionary, and this is kind of this is kind of funny, right? So it's an act where one brave soul <laughs> in your group of male friends hits on the naughty of the group of hotties 
so that oh. his friends can get their slide on later. I mean, this is Urban Dictionary, which Urban Dictionary, some of their definitions. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So it's essentially saying you, the group of, the, the person Somebody's in flirt. the group of friends who takes the not attractive Somebody person. flirts with the, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, again, is it's, it's probably so not an unpleasant experience. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, <laughs> sometimes those naughties are the, the best yeah. um, pleasure mm-hmm. givers mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. But, I agree. Uh, that, that is kind of the. You know, that's, well, that's Urban, Dictionary, Urban Dictionary kind of like it's pushes fun. the line. Yeah, it's kind of meant to be funny. I mean, I still think there's some truth in that. I mean, not that you you take the naughty. I don't like that part. I mean, but I mean, there is some truth. You don't re- somebody... like referring to a naughty in a group no, of hotties? No, no, that sounds terrible. No, but there's always going to, I mean, you found in couples, there's always going to be somebody that's more attracted to the other. And mm. that doesn't mean they're a naughty when he say a naughty, it's N O T T I E. Right. So a, I think it's like not haughty. Yeah. It's kind of the like what they're not, not as not naughty as in like like naughty girl. Yeah. No. We naughty mean as like, in not hot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're referring to. Mm, which is mean. That is kind of mean. Yeah. Don't be that. Guy. But that's. I mean, I get that's that's kind of the. Yeah. I mean, the I understand. understanding. Yeah. yeah. All right. So moving on. Okay. So you know, we kind of hit on this a little bit, but there's a lot of couples out there who say. I would never. We would never take one for the team. We never take one for a team. Yeah, we don't I hear do that. that. A lot. Is that is that? Do you think that's true? I don't think that's possible. <laughs> what do you mean it's not possible? Well, because like we've had a lot of experiences. Um, I, we don't even know how many. Let's just be honest. We've had a lot of experiences. I have them all counted, and they're in my diction or in my uh, notebook. Yeah. Okay. We need. I need to look at that notebook, man. But um, no couple is equally matched. I mean. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can count on a hand. I mean, like, and that's not saying that someone is unattractive. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying when you meet a couple, nine times out of ten, one of the parties is super good looking, and the other is just at normal. You know, I hate even. I don't even like saying average. I just mean like your everyday person. You know, not super great looking, but also not unattractive. Right. So I think saying that you never take one for the team is impossible because somebody I mean there's just no way. Right, there's always one partner in a in a especially in a couple for couple swap. Yeah, cuz I was thinking like a lot of people that don't couple swap do that for this reason mm-hmm. because it's hard to find a four-way connection where mm-hmm. you're into the person, you know, you vibe with them, you have great conversation, there's sexual chemistry. That's hard to to do right. that so yeah. a lot of people not a lot but there are lots of couples that swing separately for that very reason yeah and we've also you know we, we've talked a lot about unicorns and single females and how hard that is to find um but you'll you'll hear couples reference that finding another couple that equally matches you and your couple that you're equally attracted to that, that that's kind of also another unicorn i agree in the lifestyle that 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 yeah. type of um situation is is very hard to to come by and to, yeah. to establish no i agree but just because someone is like maybe an eight instead of a ten doesn't mean that I'm I'm still gonna have a fucking blast with them. You know? I mean that just sound like saying I never take one for the team. It just sounds it sounds too good to be true. Like, so do they only swap once or twice a year? Because Right. Let's or be do honest. they have like their perfect couple? Maybe that you know, maybe they've found but that. But if couple. you have a perfect couple, why don't you just go be poly with them? <laughs> I mean like well, if we found a perfect couple, would we go poly with them? Like, no, I don't think we've ever found a couple right. that we. I mean, maybe. I mean, like I said before, maybe count on my one hand. I right, can think yeah. of couples that we are very equally attractive to, but that's just so hard to find. It, it is it's very hard. I think that's something that we don't talk about in the lifestyle enough. So I guess okay. So the the follow up question to is it true that couples don't take one for the team is. Is it possible that one partner in that couple is taking one for the team but not telling their partner that they're doing it? Like they're not being honest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I don't know that it's necessarily like a bad thing. You know, like I don't like I don't think it's like mistrust or anything like that. I just there are some people I can be attracted to two people, mm-hmm. but I can be attracted to one person more than the other. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm never going to sleep with someone or swing with someone that I'm not attracted to. Like, that's not something that I will sign up for. But I will swing with somebody that 
I like, but maybe they're not my ideal. Right. But what I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying here, though, is, is it possible that say like, you know, we meet a couple and I can tell you're super into the dude. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, the girl's OK. Yeah. Is it possible that I just don't communicate to you that I just think the girl's OK? And I you to at yeah. least you to believe that we're equally excited about. Yeah, this? I, yeah, I think that's probably happening. I think we've probably done that before. Yeah. Do you think? We've yeah, done? I think it happens. I think, well, yeah. in, you know, I think the more you get into this lifestyle and the more you kind of have reasonable expectations that that almost becomes normal right yeah it's like if you see your partner super excited and, and you look at that you know it's the other person you that, want them right, to be like, happy i want my partner to be happy and honestly especially for guys i think they're just happy to be here a lot of times right <laughs> you're like you know and it was like well yeah she's she, you know she might not be a 10 to me but she's good enough and if, yeah. if my partner's super into that like yeah I'm that totally sounds down. Like, terrible though she's good enough well yeah, i think we'll get more into this but yeah okay. i think i think that's okay i think it's you know, having a person that, you know, that's, I'm willing, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not like head over heels. Like, oh my gosh, This is excited. like such a touchy subject because I don't want people to think that we think that we're like tens and we're perfect and. No. God knows. You're like, the 10. I'm the like six. Oh, hush it. I've I'm got the a one big that people ass... are taking the, for the team for, Oh, hush for you. it. No, but I mean, oh, I just want to make sure that like <laughs> we communicate that. Like we do not think that, or I, I guess I, let me speak for myself. I don't think that I'm a 10. I've got cellulite right now. I've got a big ass bruise on my leg from <laughs> tripping over the dog. I mean, I've got scars. Well, yeah, they, I, I don't think that I'm perfect. And I'm not. I don't want this to come across as like a judgmental podcast. Like, I will swing with him even though he's not to my level. I don't want anybody to think that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying because I'm not saying that well, at all. And this is, you know, I think to your point here, something that's kind of interesting about this is I've bet we've played with couples where sometimes the female is more into me than the male necessarily is into you. Yeah. And we've also played with a lot of couples where the male is way more into you than the female is into me. We've right? also played with couples that I've not played with the male and you played with the wife. Mm -hmm. Like, because he either watches or right. he can't get on. I mean, like, we've done a lot of that. Well, that what I'm saying is a lot of this is depends on the couple, right? Like, yeah. you know, we might think that we're a pretty equally attractive couple or that we're a pretty attractive couple, but truthfully, depending on which couple that we yeah. engage with, they might look at us as... Well, attraction is, com like, everybody is attracted to different things. Right. You know, like, I love a dad bod, 100%. Um, I also love a super fit girl, like a super... You know, I just... So what we're into, the next person may not be, and that's okay. We're allowed to have our preferences. Okay. Sorry if I went off on a tangent. No, you're good. You're good. I, think I don't read the notes before. so <laughs> Sometimes she'll start talking about like notes I have later on. Yeah. <laughs> no, so far we're, we're staying on track pretty okay. well. All right. So here's, I think we've kind of broken it into there are two types of taking it for the team. And we've really nailed this first one quite a bit, right? That sometimes there's a partner that, that doesn't have a huge attraction um, or find their crazy, find the other partner crazy hot. Um, but they're not repulsed either, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can tell my partner's super into that one. Uh, I'm Let's not have super fun. into yeah. it, but like, I'm not, I'm not repulsed by that person. Like it's, they're, you know, like kind of, you said they're okay, right? Yeah. That, that is probably the most common type of taking one for and the that's team not in the lifestyle. And that's what I mean by that's not talked about. I think when people say we don't take one for the team, it's probably, I'm assuming what your next definition is going to be. Right. So th the second form of taking one for the team would be you're not attracted to them at all, right? Yeah. You're actually maybe even turned off by that person. Yeah. But you push yourself through that experience for your partner. Yeah. Um, I think that's less common. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think when people refer to not taking one for the team, that's what they mean by that. And I agree. I don't think anybody should do that. Um, and we've had cases that like – I can think of this one couple in particular. I'm very attracted to him, and you are not attracted to her. They're both super kind. We're great friends with them, and I would love to fuck him, but you just – and it's not anybody in our friend group, so y'all don't go around, like, trying to – it's not. It's a local couple. But, like, I would totally be down, but you're not, and that's okay. Like, mm -hmm. I've never really even pushed it because I knew that you – that was just – she's just not your type, and that's totally fine. Yeah, and this this leads exactly into our kind of the next part of this conversation is, you know, I think that first taking one for the team where it's like, I'm not super excited, but I'm willing to do it, you know, or or like, you know, like this could just be a fun experience, even though I'm not super into it. Um, so let's do it. 
I think that's perfectly normal. I think it's perfectly okay. I think that's natural. It's okay if you're okay with it. Right. You know, that because it's, again, back to consent. Like, if if you're comfortable doing it and you're into the person enough to do that, then by all means, I think it's your life. You do what you want to do. Right. But that second one where you're actually repulsed or totally not into a person, I don't think that's... It's not healthy to push yourself through that. For I don't think it's healthy either. I also don't think it's healthy for your spouse to put you in a situation. Like I think you should have, if you're in a position to be swingers and you're, you know, at a club or whatever, you should be able to look at your partner and say, it's a no for me. Yeah. And they should respect that. They should. We actually had a, t- a, ch- a time where I was like, we have to go. Uh, we were actually at Hedo. If you want to go back and listen to that story. Um, and you were super into the girl. And I actually like allowed it to go on long enough that you actually got to fuck her a little bit. I never engaged with the husband. He like, he was just annoying the shit out of me. He was, you know, it was just, it wasn't a good situation. And so I was like, I kind of pretended like I had to go to the bathroom. You checked on me and I was like, we're out of here. Yeah. No, I think, you know, let's let's recap that a little bit. Right. Okay. Because I think I think this is probably the most if I was going to think of taking one for the team, this is one of the most most notable experiences that I can think of. Um, And so to be fair, this couple that Lacey's talking about, we we had met them a night or two before we we had been around this couple and we had actually talked about them and Mm -hmm. said, like, you know, obviously the the female was super hot. I was super in her. The girl, the, the guy wasn't. But he was, I was attracted was decent, to right? him. You were I was attracted attra- that, this, to him. This is yeah. my point of this mm-hmm. is you were attracted to the guy. And we had kind of talked about it. It's so like, yeah, like let's, I, let's I would do that. And you were like, yeah, I would do that. Um, so, you know, we didn't connect with him that night. The next day we're all at the pool drinking. Um, and then this is when the thunderstorm comes. And then this couple invites us back to their, back to their room. They had a hot tub, right? And if you go back and listen, this is where the dick slap happens and all this stuff. So you go back and listen. To, I think it's Hito, Hito part one or something. And you'll get the full story. Um, but anyway, what what ended up happening is this guy was too drunk. Mm-hmm. He was sloppy drunk to the point where he was annoying, to the point where he was a little pushy, a little grabby, yeah. a little knocking you know, over dreams. Not really just... respect, you know, like not really I think I don't think he was in a state of mind to to be a good partner for anybody, really. Yeah. Um and so And I think you realize it maybe not as much as I did because you were you were busy. distracted, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we, we go from the hot tub, we go to the room to play. And, and, you know, I start playing with his wife. She was super into she, it. Yeah, she was like super into she it. She was gorgeous. Yeah, and she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of having fun. And, you know, Lacey's there and I, I can't really see exactly what's going on, you know, but, you know, because I'm kind of busy. But she ends up excusing herself and going to the bathroom. And so I took not a, in like a I got to get out of here way. It was no, more yeah. of like, I've got to pee. I'll be right back. You know, I just had to like remove myself for and just I, a second to kind of gather myself and i don't know if it was intuition something led me to believe like i need to go check on Lacey. Mm-hmm. like uh, maybe it's just because we stopped and we don't really play separately mm-hmm. so i was like you know i kind of stopped too or whatever so i go to check on Lacey, and she was like we need to get out of here yeah. and i was like and there huh? really wasn't a chance to talk because again we're in these people's bathrooms we're, so i was just like yeah, we're in their hotel room we're in their bathroom. going and he's like looking at me like deer in headlights like are you kidding you know like he was immediate reaction is he was like are you fucking kidding me yeah like i'm having so much fun and i was like oh we're leaving like i was gonna leave your ass there yeah, it was to you know, that part point of me is like well, well we talked we, like we were into them we're having fun like what the fuck what the you fuck were like happened? balls deep you were having a great time uh, I was, literally yeah <laughs> so we go out and i'm like hey guys i'm not feeling well we're yeah. gonna go back to so Lacey room. did the like oh my stomach's upset and i'm not feeling good which i mean we should have probably been honest but in the time we just i was like just get me out of this room <laughs> and so we ended up excusing ourselves and we're butt naked walking on the beach at hito in jamaica and dan's like what the fuck Lacey?" he's like she was so hot and i was you know i only got to fuck her like for like five minutes and i stopped and i looked at him and i said this is not how we do this. I think first you said you're welcome for those five minutes. I did say you're welcome <laughs> that you got to. I said, no, I said, you better thank me. You got to fuck her for five minutes. But we, I kind of stopped walking and I was like, this is not what we do. You know, because I could see him like getting angry. Not necessarily at me. He was just like, holy shit, I was having so much fun and we just left what happened. Because I didn't really communicate what the problem was. But once we stopped and I looked at him and I was like, this is not what we do. He was way too drunk. I wasn't into it. I had to get out of there. He like heard me. Mm-hmm. And he kind of removed himself 
from the situation. He was like, you're right. We don't do this. And I mean, had we not had those good boundaries and communication skills, that could have been like. Oh, it could have been a blowout. Oh, yeah. 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 But I think I think once it clicked in my head that you weren't okay, like that, you know, you weren't comfortable in the situation. I think that's when it. At first, I was like, why would you just walk out in the middle of like having fun? Because like, we just don't like, typically what? behave that right. way. You know, we do a pretty good job of right. like but making the best But then you were like, no, he was drunk. He tried to, I don't know, he tried to put his finger in your butt. Mm-hmm. I don't know, he tried to do something weird. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, you were uncomfortable. And, and then, of course, of course, it's time But like, do. I could have taken one for the team. Pushed through it. Pushed through it. And then I would have left there and probably been resentful at, right. with you. And this this gets into exactly what we're talking about next is kind of the, some of the risks and dangers of it, right? And so I think a big reason that couples do this, taking one for the team, especially that second one where it's, it's really not healthy, right? They're, yeah. they're really pushing themselves outside of their boundaries to please their partner is they don't want they want they don't want to let their partner down, right? If you see your partner, you know, compersion is a real thing. You want your partner to have a good experience. You do not want to be the one to be like, yeah. you know, like, like let's stop or let's leave this. You know, that that situation you gave was perfect. Like, you know, you see me having the time of my life. It takes a lot to mm-hmm. stop that in the moment and say, hey, we need to we need to take a break. We need to leave. We need to you know go back to our room. Yeah. Um, that takes a level of confidence on your part, and it also takes you know it's embarrassing to do. But I think it's important that you do do that. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, one of the risks are then if you do go through with it, you could then blame me for it. Right. Mm-hmm. You could say I did this and it made me uncomfortable. It made me feel bad. It made me feel, you know, yucky, whatever. And I did it for you because you were yeah. having fun. And I'm going to put that blame on you. Yeah. Um, like you were supposed to read my mind or right. something. Like you were supposed to know even though you weren't really paying even, the, you know, like you yeah. were occupied. <laughs> you were supposed to know what I was thinking and feeling <laughs> yeah. in my head. Yeah. And, and because you didn't, this is all your fault. Yeah. Um, and those are like slippery slopes in the lifestyle. And I don't think, I think a lot of people don't realize that you really have to talk about all those things. And I think, you know, going back to taking one for the team, when you're new in the lifestyle, you're very eager mm-hmm. to just like, do it yeah. <laughs> right. um literally just do it and so i can see where someone would be more willing to take one for the team in the beginning because one even if you've been married a long time talking about sleeping with someone else is a hard conversation to have and mm-hmm. i think as you're in the lifestyle more you learn those behaviors um so i just think that in the beginning it's just probably a lot harder conversations to have well, I think everybody, especially when you're new, you want to have an experience. Oh, for sure. And I think, you know, anybody that's getting into this, you'll realize how sometimes how hard it is to find the right couple to yeah. have an experience with. And you might you might either one be super eager and willing to take one for the team quicker, or you might be like super picky and then maybe your partner's like, Come on, you mm-hmm. know, just yeah. like well, what's wrong with him or what's wrong with her? So mm-hmm. I can see like especially newer in the lifestyle that that probably well you get impatient and then you just kind of let's just rip the bandit off let's just do something to, so we can say we did it and then yeah maybe the next time it'll be easier you know in that like you said that's a slippery slope that can yeah. be dangerous and it's you know the last thing you want to happen is have a bad experience and start to blame each other for it and then have it come between you and your partner mm-hmm. um and get you know because what this is this is all about having good experiences together you and your partner having good experiences together mm-hmm. um so nobody should be be taking one for the team especially you know it's i think it's okay to not be head over heels for mm-hmm. one of the partners but if you truly are, are repulsed or uncomfortable or you know don't feel safe in the situation that's not yeah something you should be doing yeah i agree uh right so your partner should always come first in any and every situation yeah. every scenario and that's what it's really all about it is but again i think it's okay if when you're in a situation, if you don't always see everything, just like you didn't, you know, I could have been like mad at you and mm-hmm. said, why didn't you notice? Or why didn't you do this? But I think it's, you're busy. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the notes here is don't let the, uh, uh your partner or the, one of the partners of the other couple push you into a situation that you're not comfortable yeah. with. And I think, you know, I've seen stuff like that, you know, especially, you know, I've talked about when I was single that, I'd start to play with the wife and then the husband, you know, at some point in time while we were in the middle of play would be like, is it okay if I suck your dick? You know, like mm-hmm. when that was never, you know, when I was very clear about my rules or boundaries ahead mm-hmm. of time, or maybe that was something that was never really addressed, mm-hmm. you know, and they try to kind of sneak it in there. I think couples can do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. There's some, I've seen couples that were like, 
hey, why don't you guys go play with my wife, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're not into the husband, but he kind of offered up his wife and you're like, well, she's hot. So, shit, we'll go have a threesome with the wife. Yeah. The next thing you know, the husband's sneaking in the bed and tr- starting to touch people and yeah. starting to do things. You're like, oh, this wasn't what I thought was happening. Yeah. But, man, I'm kind of in the middle of it now and I feel guilty telling him no, like, because he l- let us use, you know, borrow his wallet. You know, like, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff can happen. You know, yeah, I, mean? I don't think it's the norm. I, you know, I don't want to scare anybody that's listening and think yeah. that there's these predator couples out there that are doing this. But, but things like that can happen and do yeah. happen. And I think, you know, you have to have the, the peace of mind or the, the, you know, you can't be afraid to say no or, or to stop a situation or yeah. say, hey, you know, hey, we, we were understanding that we're just going to play with your wife. We're actually not comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. with you. You know, it is hard having these conversations. Like, I get it. I mean, like, but, and we have even came so far, like, even myself, like, in the beginning, I'd be, like, elbowing you to have the hard conversations, and it's gotten to where now tell I can. Tell them no. You tell them yeah, no. Yeah. Like, tell, tell them we gotta go. <laughs> but now I've gotten to where I, like, it's almost like I have my own voice, and I feel comfortable saying that. So I think that that comes with like experience as a lifestyle. Yeah, I think the key to all this is just to remember that this is supposed to be a fun, exciting and sexy experience for both of you, for everybody yeah. involved. And if at any point in time it gets not fun or it's not sexy or you feel uncomfortable, that's really the time to stop. Yeah. And your partner's always first and you're always going to have your partner, so it's okay to walk away, it's okay to take a break, it's okay to leave um and as long as you have your partner there and, and you're putting them first. Yeah. All right. I think now what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break and we're going to hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about maybe some ways to solve this problem. Maybe, you know, if you have a couple that's you're not equally attracted to, are there options out there? Are there other options besides taking one for the team? Okay. Uh, And then after that, I think we're going to talk a little bit about how society has kind of programmed us um, into thinking this this taking one for the team kind of mentality and what that really means and uh, maybe some ulterior ways of thinking about that. Okay. All right, guys, we'll be right back after the break. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of and Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message.
All right, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Mm-hmm. We love our sponsors. We do. All of them. We got some nice sponsor baskets ready for Nashville this weekend. Yeah. Lacey's been working. She just actually just literally finished that. I did. I think we have six baskets to give away. If you're just listening to this, we will be in Nashville January 27th and 28th um, of 2023, in case you listen to this later. Yeah, literally tom- uh, tomorrow. We'll yeah. be in Nashville tomorrow. Um, And I just made six gift baskets for all of our sponsors. They all donated, and all the money that we raise for those raffle baskets will go to Woodhall Foundation. Well, excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, we really appreciate. You know, people don't really realize that, but you know, our sponsors are continuously donating things for events. They're very charity giveaways, yeah. and and you know, lube and condoms and and all that stuff. They so. take good care of us, and uh, we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right, so back to taking one for the team, right? So, I guess the you know the question becomes if if there are partners there that you feel not equally attracted to, are the ways around. You know, is there ways to still have fun with them without necessarily taking one for the team? Absolutely. Well, I don't. How though? Like, if we're we're a couple for a couple, like, how do you play with another couple if we're not? We don't feel equally attracted to them without well, taking one we for the team. Lo- we love group play. I mean, not necessarily for this reason. We love it because it's just fun. <laughs> this reason does add in an extra bonus. Um, that you know, like one of us could sleep with one and the other not. Now, I will say. Just FYI, if any of our friends are listening to this, there's been a couple of times where, like, you've swung with, like, the wife, and I haven't swung with the husband, but I was really into him. But because we have such a big group, it's, like, hard for me to get over there. So just FYI, if you listen to this, that doesn't mean that we're not attracted to you. It just – sometimes we can have ginormous orgies. It's uh, becoming more and more of a thing, which I actually absolutely love. But I will say the same thing that you just said is – there's been several times where we've had kind of these orgies and I've never, I haven't gotten to necessarily everybody that I wanted to get yeah, to. Yeah, it happens. Or maybe didn't get to the ones that I was actually excited, you know, the most yeah, excited about yeah, that night. That so, happens it, you too. know, it's, it's, especially when you start getting, you know, up there in numbers, it can become more and more difficult. <laughs> Man, we sound like sluts. We do. Well, you um, are a slut, but <laughs> I am. But yeah, I mean, we love group play. It's so much fun. And I do get that, like, not everybody that's, they're comfortable with that. Um, I also get like maybe they're comfortable with it, but they don't know how to like initiate it, which can be tricky. You're kind of like our group play um, person. The orgy whisper. That's you. Um, so I do get that like that comes with like, I don't know if it's a special skill set, but you do have to have somebody that's a little bit more outgoing and comfortable kind of putting their themselves out there to make that happen. And yeah. I know not every friend group is going to have someone comfortable doing that. It, it can be difficult, right? Because it's always the, hey, we want to have a group. We want to have a group thing, you know, and it's like you go to one couple and be like, hey, we're thinking about inviting this. You know, like, are you we okay with them? Are you okay out. with them? You don't want to leave anybody out. But if there's a couple that feels uncomfortable with a couple, it can get awkward real quick. So it, 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 it is a hard thing to negotiate, but man, when it happens, it is yeah. it is magical. I want to say like a more organic group play where we just happen to all be in the playroom and it's just fun. Now, of course, you have to be like super aware of your surroundings and who's touching you and consent and stuff like that. But I, I think that's a little bit more fun than like the organized. Okay. Room. So in a group play <laughs> scenario, yeah, how do you avoid taking one for the team? Well, first of all, your alcohol consumption is number one mm-hmm. because if your judgment is clouded, that makes it hard. And I do get that, a, you know, a few shots kind of makes the nerves go away. So there is such a fine line. Such a fine line. Oh, such yeah. a fine line. But um, definitely aware of your surroundings and who's by you. So just being, you know, looking around, paying attention, also placing yourself. In position so that way you're going towards someone. And let's say somebody that maybe kind of that falls in that first category. Like maybe you're into them, but you're not. Like there's somebody over there that you're yeah. super. You know, I think you can like be kissy and flirty as you're making your way over. You right. know, I yeah. don't think we should like hurt anybody's feelings. Right. You flirt with them a little on your way past them. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. Um, I've even gotten up and like went to the restroom to like you know, clean, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, cool off for a second, get a drink of water and then, then move myself 
right. to the other side. I mean, I know a lot of couples love honesty. They would rather you just say, hey, I think you're great, but I'm not sexually attracted to you. I kind of fall on the opposite end of that. I don't want to hurt your heart, you right. know? So, like, I would rather you get a sip of water and then walk to the other side of the bed than, like, make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, and I think, you know, uh, to say this in, in group play, in a group play scenario, I think the most important thing for people to realize um, is before before you, even in that group play scenario, you still have to ask for consent. Like, oh, 100%. Is it okay if I yeah. touch you? Is yeah. it all right if I, whatever? Well, and you've done a really good job about before we start, you will stop everything and say, okay, what's everybody's boundaries? Who is soft swap? Who's full swap? What can we do? What can't we do? And I I very much enjoy that. Um, I really like that. And I, I do agree that the consent, I love that when guys or even, you know, girls are like, hey, can I touch you? Or mm -hmm. can I, instead of just like grabbing you and like making out. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's something that needs to be more normalized. I think we do a decent job in our group, but I think it's something. I feel like it's gotten better just even in like the last year. I think mm -hmm. working with NCSF on consent has just brought like a heightened awareness for us. And I'm thankful for them for that because I feel like we kind of needed it as like swingers in whole. Mm -hmm. um, I do think consent is very important. Yeah. No, I think, you know, it's, easy to get excited in a group full of naked people and think that it's a free-for-all. It is never that case. Yeah, and even if you had previously played with someone, you still need to ask consent, like if this is another occasion, because they they may have taken one for the team last time, mm -hmm. and they were like, not today. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And so um, I just think to be mindful of that. Right. Well, and there's also other things. I mean, there's sometimes in group situations where, you know, you might get tired or you might, yeah. you know, like physically I've had that you need before. to take a break. And you just, <clears throat> I've done you know, that plenty of times. Not like, that you don't want to have sex with that person. Yeah. But you just, you know, hey, I'm not right now. Like I need to yeah, take like, a little time out. Sorry. I've done that because like I tend to like sometimes I can feel myself getting too drunk. And if I kind of like cool, like kind of remove myself, like sit back a little. Drink, go, drink some water. Drink some water. Down, watch for a while. I yeah. will feel a lot better. And honestly, like watching you is a huge turn on for me so i enjoy that so i, I just think if you feel yourself getting there you can do those things a hundred percent all right some other ways to uh not take one for the team what about separate play yeah i mean i definitely think that's that's a big deal i know a lot of couples that do separate play i think the problem is is that there is by far more same room couples mm -hmm. So I've met a our, lot of in our group, and I think I think overall in the lifestyle yeah. we encounter people. I don't know what the um, percentages are. are. I would be super curious, but I do feel like it's probably like at least sixty forty. Would you say that are same room? Same room sixty, separate room forty. Yeah. So I imagine that the separate room people probably sometimes have to play same room, unless it's like with a single, you know, like. Mm -hmm. I think that 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 happens a lot. Yeah. No. So I think you know, you know, it seems like you know, couples that maybe have a big age gap probably have yeah. harder times doing couple yeah, for couple. Um, yeah, there, there could be a lot of reasons mm -hmm. why couples would do that. Some couples just enjoy it. I've talked, you know, we've talked to couples that just like, you know, when I'm in the room with my wife, I just can't concentrate. Like yeah, I'm always looking at her. I'm always worried about her. Mm -hmm. I always, you know, I can't really. Like be in the moment. All right, I can't. Yeah, I can't engage. I'm not fully engaged with the, the person I'm yeah. with because I'm always keeping an eye on, yeah. on, on my partner. And you know, I I can I guess understand that. But mm -hmm. for me, it's like, well, I want to keep an eye on my partner. And like, that's yeah, what's, that's what's hot about. Yeah, it. like that's what I like. But I like watching you. Yeah. I really enjoy that. But I also like. I totally get that. Why um why people choose to play separate? It makes sense to me. Um, I just it scares that scares me a little. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, to each their own. Yeah. Okay. And then I think another, and this is kind of a, another separate play, but the whole the hot wife situation. I think. Is that a, a reason? Yeah, I think it's a reason. I think we talk about this a lot on TikTok and stuff, but more of our friends play with single males than anything else, mm -hmm. like because it's hard to find a four-way connection and a lot of the times the guys just want their wives to be taken care of and i think that's like 
a sweet thing. They're kind of putting their wife first. Mm -hmm. And so it's easier to just bring in a single male and have her taken care of that way. I, I agree. You know, it's not something we've done uh, yet. Maybe I do, want to. Maybe next time we kind of kind of do. Maybe this we weekend are doing a little it this bit. weekend a little bit. Uh, I don't know if it's exactly a hot wife situation, but it's. Uh, we it, can make you sit in the corner and watch. You know that's not. <laughs> that's not. That's not, not his style. No, uh, but I mean, a lot of our friends do it. It mm -hmm. you know, a lot of singles are like, oh, you know, there's not a lot of place for single males, but by far the majority of our friends bring single males home. Yeah. Oh, I think it's totally a way to, um, you know, to, to, uh, avoid taking one for a team. Right. And especially, you know, I think in that hot wife scenario, really the female gets to kind of pick out what her perfect specimen is, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what her fantasy is and mm -hmm. a little more than it can be harder to, you know, for you mm -hmm. to pick out a male and, and a couple for couples. Well, it's like impossible to find a single female. If Listen, <laughs> if somebody's got the trick out there, can you like email it to us? But like we've tried now, but like single males like we could probably find one in like an hour to come yeah. over um so i just think that's why like hot wifing is such a bigger thing than like hot husbanding hot husbanding yeah and it's that's been interesting to me you know as we kind of developed in the in the lifestyle that how many wives are actually kind of into hot husbanding it's just not a thing so much i think because of what you're saying it's so hard to find single females that would do the hot husband. You know, honestly. Oh, I'd love to watch you. With if you were going to hot husband me, it would probably be more with hot wife couples, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. than it would be single females bringing in them in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that we should make that a thing. Hot, hot husbanding with hot wife couples? Yeah, like a hot swap. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be a thing? I'll let you. Well, but that's kind of in a way a couple for couple almost. No, but we just, just pick. We just pick one. Yeah. <laughs> We right. we do that with some of we've, our friends. We've it's been we've done it with quite a few of our friends where I just fuck the wife and you watch and yeah. he watches, but um, or at some point in the night, I'm getting the shit in of the deal here. You're you're gonna get fine deals <laughs> this weekend, and you've always got decent deals here and there. All right, all right, moving on, moving on. All right, so this all is right. something I wanted to talk about, and it's because I actually came across this on on Reddit, right? Ooh, um, which is. Right, it's a whole world that I really don't understand. But this, this I found interesting, right? Um, and and it's this is the a lot of wives and may, maybe this can apply. I don't think it necessarily is gender, you know, specific. But the idea of not settling or lowering your standards when looking for somebody to have sex with, right? And so there, I think there are people out there that are like, you know, hey, my wife or husband is hot. I'm swinging for fun. Why would I? low like why would i no i agree why would i engage with somebody less attractive or that i'm less attracted to than my husband or my spouse like i'm not doing that so, i can kind of relate to that so i'm only gonna play with people that are hotter or more attractive or equally or hot, not hotter that. than my wife not that part but like <laughs> i do see i do if see i had their that mentality point. my my standard would be way the oh, fuck up but there, see right? that's how i feel about you though because right. like let's be honest you are always hard in these events not always Okay, 90% of the time. Uh -huh. You always, like, give it to the wife, like, so good. And a lot of times, I feel like the male is struggling. You know, they're over there, like, really trying to make it work or, you know, just having confidence issues or it could be anxiety. I don't know. And then I'm watching you, like, have the time of your life. And I'm like, why would I swing when I have you who's just going to give it to me good every single time? Right. So I can kind of relate to that on a certain level. But like, I'm off, but at the same time, I'm not searching for someone better than you. Right. Well, you just said that, though. No. Well, you said you wanted equal or better. I just. <sighs> okay. Let me, let's move on. Do you, all right. Next question. <laughs> Do you think women in society are programmed to withhold sex from pe from men um, that they don't, you know, like, do you think women are taught wait for the perfect man before you have sex with them? Like, wait for yeah. a good guy. Wait for, you know, like, there's something, is there something kind of pre-programmed into women that, like, if that's not somebody that you think can take care of you or be your mate or is at certain standard. I think that's, like, part of, like. Then don't have sex with them. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of like everything that we're breaking. You mm-hmm. know, I think that's part of monogamy. I think that's just like part of growing up and thinking that a relationship has to look a certain way and be a certain way. I think that kind of right. was lumped into that. So yes. you think, you know, maybe there's some part of your brain like that that's not somebody I would marry and have children with. So I don't want to fuck them like that. That's somehow still stuck into your. your I'm sure on some level. But like when people ask me about like the like kind of that or like what is your type and i never know how to answer that question because i'm not trying to marry these people that i swing with like i'm not trying to take them home to meet my parents i'm just trying to like have a great orgasm and have fun some naughty fun for the night like you know i so my type varies like i and i want it to vary like sometimes i want a dad bod Sometimes I might want a six-pack. Sometimes I might like a shaved head. Sometimes I might like long hair. You know, I mean, like, that's what's fun about the lifestyle. And I think as women, for I can only speak for women because I am a woman, but, like, once you learn that, it's, like, it's about my pleasure and about what I'm getting from this. And that makes the whole taking one for a team kind of, like, that's where it's okay. That's what right. makes that, it this okay. Is, this is kind of what I'm trying to get to, right? Is, you know, maybe, and it, it sounds like you feel this way, that if there's some kind of society programming into, you know, if you're going to have sex with a man, he better be look a certain way. He better have some kind of social status. Maybe he needs to make so much money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but and that's I think about that when I'm picking a spouse, when mm-hmm. I'm picking someone to marry, but not in the swinger lifestyle, no. Right. So that's that would be my point is mm-hmm. in, in this community, in this this lifestyle, you know, when you're looking to play, right, when you're looking to engage with men, you're not you're not looking for the man or in my case, the woman that mm-hmm. you're going to marry, that you're going to raise children with. Yeah. So in a way, it's it's OK if you don't find him super attractive. It's OK. Maybe if he doesn't, uh, you know, maybe he doesn't make a bunch of money, which honestly, a lot of times in lifestyle, you have no idea how much. No, money nor does it matter. You know, yeah. It's OK if you don't look at that male as somebody that you would date. Right. Yeah, and I think correct. that's kind of the line, right, is I think a lot of females, especially new, maybe newer couples or maybe, you know, uh, and I think men do the same thing. They look at the the females or the, you know, the potential partners out there and they think, would I date this person? Yeah. And if the answer is no, then in their head, it's like, well, if I fuck them, then I'm kind of taking that I'm taking one for the team. And I don't want to do I that. I totally disagree. And maybe that's just because we've been in the lifestyle for, you know, a while now. And, that, and that's probably like a learned behavior, too, because mm-hmm. a lot of like. A lot of parts of the lifestyle is breaking all of those stigmas it's, that it's, well, we breaking your programming, like breaking. You kind of have to like change your mindset. Correct. Like I, part of why I love the lifestyle now is, and probably why I was drawn to it is because it is naughty. Like that excites me. Um, being with people that I wouldn't necessarily marry or I wouldn't necessarily take home to meet my parents, that is fun for me. Right. And that's that's my point, right? So the whole idea behind the lifestyle is really to have new experiences uh, and different experiences and enjoy the excitement that comes from that, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you don't necessarily have to have a partner, a play partner that would be somebody you would date to mm-hmm. have new experiences, to have different experiences. You can you just hold smorgasbord of people out there. Well, enjoy kinda, it for what it is. It's kind of like friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. Like, you're my friend. Like, I'm not the type of person that's only going to be friends with somebody because they look a certain way or act a certain way. Um, I'm picking my friends based on their personality and are they a good time? And I think, again, that's that that's a learned behavior in the lifestyle. Yeah, and I think there, there are people out there that you can be compatible with for so many other reasons than just physical attraction, mm-hmm. right? Oh, 100%. You, you might think they're funny. Mm-hmm. You might think they cold a good conversation. Mm-hmm. You might just see a big dick and be like, I want to try that big dick out. Yeah. Right? It could be it could be any kind, mm-hmm. any reason. They might have, they just have a good vibe, right? Mm-hmm. You're hanging out with them. You're fun. They just are fun and easy to get along with. I mean, uh, how many people have we saw on like a swinger website? And I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not super into that. And then we see them at a club and like, hit it off instantly you know mm-hmm. sometimes what you see it, it you have to get to know the person yeah and their personality makes them yeah. attractive well yeah like life of spice and them they always use vibe like if we vibe yeah. with a couple we'll, we'll, we'll play with them yeah you know? and it's like well what does vibe mean but it's you know that's what it is it's mm-hmm. like you can hang out and have conversations and laugh and enjoy them i don't really care if you're physically attracted to yeah. them if you're having fun with them keep having fun with them mm-hmm. and maybe some of that fun is naked fun yeah and, you know i mean 
as long as it's a good vibe, you don't necessarily have to be like, oh my God, I'm so attracted to that. Mm-hmm. Him or her is, you know, they can yeah, be fun to hang happens, out with. Though. Yeah, if you can get all of it. But that's, that, I think that's <laughs> kind of the point to say here is you're almost never going to find all of it. No, and I think that's what, like, when you find the person that you're like, whoo, they're sexy. Um, it's fun you know it's like it makes it new and exciting um so if they were all like 12s you know it probably wouldn't be super fun you got to sprinkle in a little bit to appreciate what you have yeah so i think you know if we were to sum this up because you know we're running low on time um if you're repulsed by somebody if you're turned off by somebody if you're getting a bad vibe if you feel unsafe around somebody that's that's taking one for the team and yeah don't fucking do it right yeah like there's no reason to do that don't don't push pressure your partner to do it um stay away from that huge red flag don't engage right yeah but at the same time it's okay if you're not crazy about them Mm -hmm. it's okay if you don't it's not somebody you see yourself falling in love with and dating honestly that's probably a good thing Mm -hmm. right it's okay to try a variety if you are hanging out with people and you're vibing with them and you're having fun, then that's all it takes necessarily to, to mm-hmm. take it to the next level and, and maybe go back to a playroom and yeah. get a little more crazy. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think, you know, we've talked about it a lot of times is I think a lot of couples kind of get hung up on that. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's easy it too. prevents them from having experiences because they keep their bar so high, and, mm-hmm. you know, that they they want to have, you know, if they don't feel like that partner is somebody that they would. If it doesn't check date, like marry, all the boxes. Right, then yeah. They, then they. They don't. They don't take it to that next level. When so. in real reality, they could have had an amazing night. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying lower your standards. I'm just saying, like, enjoy Be the open. experience. Be open. Be open to new experiences. Mm-hmm. And you know, physical attraction is not the only thing that it's can not. lead to a good experience. Because I we've met some like amazing people, and like that, it's not about their looks. You know, like sometimes the hottest guy or the hottest girl in a room is. Not the funnest, you know, and I would rather be with the funnest person in mm-hmm. the room. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, the lifestyle's supposed to be fun, right? You and your partner need to be on the same page. You probably need to talk about this before you go to events and mm-hmm. go and before you engage with couples. Um, the last thing you want to do is spend all night arguing about who you're going to, you know, who you want to play with or, yeah. or trying to, you know, like if you disagree, trying to like, you know, mediate that in the middle of a club or in the middle of an event like that. That's mm-hmm. no fun. Um, this is supposed to be fun. You're supposed to have fun. Um, I think as long as you're vibing with a couple, despite their physical appearance, it's okay to to take one for the team, so to speak. <laughs> Can we call it something else? What would you What would you call? I it? don't know. I feel like there needs to be like, well, taking one for the team should be if you're repulsed or you're not into it. But I feel like there's such a gray area between mm-hmm. that, and I just wish we could name that gray area. The I'm not excited, but I'm willing to do it. No, that sounds terrible, too. <laughs> I don't know. YOLO. YOLO. Does that show we're old if we say YOLO? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, no, I think you're right. I think it's okay to YOLO. Yeah. I think it's okay to go out there and YOLO somebody. Yeah. Um, I think that's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So you already mentioned it, but... Uh, Tomorrow, we'll be at the Red Room in Nashville. Friday night's our content creator night. Uh, we have plenty of tickets for that. So you can, actually, we can sell tickets at the door. So if you are some type of content creator, it could be OnlyFans, it could be TikTok, it could be Instagram, it could be you like taking pictures of your wife to save on your hard drive. Um, just know that there's going to be cameras, there's going to be video. Um, nobody's going to be taking many pictures or videos of people without consent, but uh, there will be a, all of that going on at the club. Um, and if you're interested, come on out. Um, uh, all the tickets are purchased through swingersite.net. So, you know, log on there first, make sure there's some tickets, buy your ticket, and then show up to the Red Room yes. tomorrow. Now, well, Saturday night is completely sold out. Saturday night is sold out. That's uh, why you got to start getting your tickets early. Right. Don't show up. They're not going to let you <laughs> You're in. You're not going to let you, you in. No. Uh, um, and then we have Secrets in March, which last I heard, I think there was three rooms. There's two, I think. Is two now. rooms. Yep. So if you're hearing this, and you were thinking about going, like, this, Look is, right now. this is your last call. <laughs> yeah. Pull up your phone. Yeah. Go to swingersaudy.net and go grab one of the two rooms that are Because left. you will be, if you don't get a room, you can stay. Yeah. Then there, there's an over hotel, overflow hotel. You can get day passes. But then you got to Uber back, you got to drive, you got to do yeah. all that stuff. It's just, I mean, is it fun? Yes. But you have more fun on property. Mm-hmm. 
We've got some big DJs um, mm-hmm. for that event that we're going to announce very soon. Um, so so stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. The, the headliner for Saturday is, is kind of a big deal. Really? Yeah, kind of a big deal. I don't know a lot about DJs. I'll let you <laughs> handle that. Okay. All right. Anything else that you want it. to say to the Swing Nation listeners out there? That's it. YOLO, guys. <laughs> Just go, go out and YOLO. That's all we got to say. All right. I think with that, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.